happy Wednesday. What's going on, Dub? What up? Man, we back again. Back at it. Another episode. Yeah, episode three. In the books. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. You know what I mean? We still got a little way to go, but you know. It's good, man. It's good. Man, I can't call it. You know, another week. Another day, another dollar. Yes, sir. What's going on in your neighborhood, brother? Nothing, man. Just ready to bring bring a message to the people today in my church voice. <laughs> Let's uh, get to this thing. We gonna do it. <laughs> pass the plate and pass the peas. Yeah. You remember that song? Pass the peas like you used to do. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do remember that. No, I swear I did not know that's what they said. <laughs> well, well, hold on. What was that from? Pass the peas like you used to do. <laughs> I know the words of that. Oh, I feel so dumb. That's what they really saying. Yeah, I think I seen it on Chappelle's show too one day, man. I don't know. Somewhere talking about past the peas. Oh man, just chilling, man. You know what? One thing that I thought about, and I know we uh we had a conversation the other day about some things that's going on, you know what I'm saying, at your workplace. But you know what? Black men I don't want to say black men, men of color need therapy. Direction, something. I know no, what you mean. No, 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 not not necessarily. Well, okay, direction is fair, but I'm saying like therapy's kind of direction, a little bit. Yeah, yeah, therapy's direction. But hear, hear me out. We are so inept to having broad shoulders, the bravado. You know what I mean? Yeah. To be not and and again, you know, men of color. It's not even about being a head of household. Them back in the day, granddad was head of household. He got the big piece of the chicken. You understand what I'm saying? Now, but you know, it's just like they saying, you know, you know, we're not taught to cry, we're not taught to show, taught to show emotions. I'm not taught being, fin, you know, uh, showing your feminine side. You know what I mean? But I really think, man, that we need people to talk to, man. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like some licensed professionals to actually can provide some direction to tap into some inter you know tuition you know intuitiveness about us and I know it just kind of contradicts what I'm saying when they talk about intuitiveness but I could agree with you more honestly so seriously do you I mean like I really think man like we we you know what you heard it first on Club Yard Tide TJ and I are gonna start the first Male only psychologist network. Meaning that if you're a man of color and you want to talk to someone, you're gonna to talk to licensed male psychiatrists, sociologists, whoever, man. For mental, you know what I mean? Yo, I'm telling you, man, that will we can change the game with that, man. I think it's needed. I, I really, it, 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 listen. Give you an instance. At work this week, talk to you about it. Bro, this dude came in. First of all, he was just not any type. If you're going in to get a car, you need a car, right? You come in halfway presentable. This kid came in, probably the biggest jacket I've ever seen, and he was a large man. And yeah, and and he proceeds to come in and. Listen, I give him 100% props for being wrong. But he said, listen. Hold on, TJ. Tell him what type of business you're in. Uh, okay, yeah. Let me tell me. him what type of business you're in first. You know, I'm a general manager at a car dealership, which is, everybody knows how the car industry is. You, you, you can't make up some of the stuff you see. But today was a very, it, well, it wasn't today, but it was the other day. And it was a very interesting thing because I've seen a lot in this business. But this dude came in. Like I said, he was in a large jacket, so he was already off-putting. And then it was it was very hard to take him seriously because he had an empty bottle of Bel Air in his hand, and he told us he was doing that for the gram. Hold on, say, say what? <laughs> <laughs> say what? He Hold said, on, you talk, you talking about like uh, the Bel Air? The uh, who, whose brand is that? Rick Ross brand, right? The Bel Air. I don't know whose brand it is, but I know. I've seen the bottle. Like the champagne? Yeah, it's like the Uh, champagne bottle. So I've seen it in videos and stuff. But 
Oh, so what was he doing for the grain? Supposedly he was drinking it and he wanted to save it just for an empty bottle when he goes on the gram later. Like, yeah, I did that thing. Da, 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 da. Whatever they do on the gram these days. Listen, oh, wow. I can't flex like I'm not an imposter. <laughs> you know what I mean? Not saying that he is. I'm just saying that's not my style. I'm Hold not on. Going did on you? Did you just. Call... No, no, no. Did you say he's an imposter? Listen. Imposter, poser, whatever these people want to call it, it is not being true to the game. Man. That's how I look at it. I mean, listen, if you're not, if that's not you, I, listen, I, I'm not, I'm not rich, but I'm also not poor. But I'm not out here walking around popping random champagne bottles. That's just not me. You know what I mean? I just don't do stuff like that. No, you you didn't even touch the tip of the iceberg, brother. You walking in a dealership. With an empty bottle. With an empty bottle. And saying that you're doing it for the gram. He did say he did it for the gram. So anyway, let me get back to the story because this was insane. He then proceeds to tell me, right? Well, all of us, the salesmen. And I'm sitting there listening because I was doing work. And he says, I got pulled money out of his pocket and counts. I got $80 and a whole lot of weed. So not only is he imposter, he'd be self-snatcher. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. So I'm just like, yo, what? I don't understand. This is really like I would look, we all looked at each other like, this really happened? Did this really just happen? And it did. Hold on. So was the weed for the down payment? Yes. Yo, stop lying. Yo, he tried to get us to ask us if we wanted weed for the down payment. That is serious. And then he tried to show us. I was like, listen, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm at work. <laughs> so I'm sitting there and I'm like, yo, you really can't make this shit up. So then his story was so far fetched. The guy we work with, Donye, he goes in the back and interviews the guy. The dude's story was so crazy. I mean, I feel like that. There really needs to be somebody that people can talk to, bro. That that you gotta let stuff off your chest. This kid opened up and told us so much stuff, and I'm just like, wow. Hold on, so the car dealership must be like the barbershop now, right? It, 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 that's the feel it is. It's like the barbershop. Yo, that gotta be the best word, the best life, man. It's nice, man. It's cool, but you see a lot of strange things, and you just like. For instance, today, my homeboy, the owner's son, like, in the car business, you get your ups and downs, you know what I'm saying? But when you get back-to-back customers, like, I remember when I sold cars a long time ago, you do go, you get your drought, or you just don't sell nothing. And that's how he, he the owner's son's kind of, he's not really in a drought, but the way the credit tightening up is right now, and they do this at this time of year, right before taxes get released, he keeps getting duds, should I say. And he got, he's getting frustrated, but he bounces back tonight. You know? Hold on. So, with that said, dude, hmm, that's interesting. So, did you guys approve the credit app with the weed and the $80 down payment? Well, sir, I'm going to be 100% honest with you. <laughs> uh, there was nothing that we could do for said gentleman. Hey, well, I'm just saying, man, you know, no knock on him. You know what I'm saying? If you don't. No, no you, knock. You know Listen, what I'm saying? He, if you, if you, he kept it a thousand. Yeah, and then if you don't try, you know what I mean? Like, you never know what happened. Like you know, I said, Kobe Bryant wouldn't, wouldn't have been Kobe Bryant if he didn't take 80 shots a game. <laughs> well, just, I mean, that's a true statement. You got to take your shot. You, know you got to I mean? take your shot. Yeah. You got to take your shot. Not only that, the probability, it's 50-50. I mean, hey, there's a good odds to me. Oh, but yeah, but you could have a future customer. He might come back with eight thousand dollars and pounds he's supposed to be getting a settlement don't ask what said for settlement but he's supposed to be getting a settlement big check because he was like i just want to put something on my credit but i'm gonna come back and just buy cash anyway so i was like you mean pay the bank off if you get approved and he was like yeah that oh wow but it's like i wish like there was a way i could just Hey, well, can you help me out? I got $15 and a joint. 
yo, that's really kind of what he said, but he's but he, <laughs> he had a lot more, like he had a lot of freaking weed. I'm just like, bro, yo, just don't pull that shit out. <laughs> don't pull that shit out here. Hold on, was it stinky? Could you smell it? Oh yeah, he smelled like. Oh, he was uh, stinky weed. The bottom of a bag of fucking weed. Oh my goodness. It was terrible. As a like, matter of yeah, fact, you on. know what he smelled like? When I go to the dispensary. I'm like, yeah, come on, man, drug. Come on. How much? How much you got? Yep. Sign this promissory note. You should have been the bank in that situation, yo. You should have gave him one of the Debo bicycles or something. <laughs> the car business was it used to be so lucrative. And now, boy, let me tell you, people think it's still so lucrative. You have to bend over backwards and do all kind of stuff for the customer. Uh, sir, Paul's. <laughs> I'm just saying, it's crazy what you gotta do just to get a sale. Oh no, nah, yo, I, you know, you know what? I think there's a chokehold on. I want to say a chokehold on capitalism, man, but you know, it's, I think it's a chokehold all, all, you know, all around because people are trying to, regardless of what income level you're at, I think people just want a discount. I'm trying to get not now. I want to say get over. You know what I mean? Yo, no, you, you, you get what I'm saying, right? Like, not. No, I get what you're saying because it defends, like, being on. See, so I try to place myself on both sides. I look at it from a general manager's perspective. I also look at it from a customer's perspective, especially a customers that now have so much access to the internet. You can compare anything. But it's like, for so many years, the car business has gotten over. Terrible. That people think automatically that's the first thing they come in thinking okay they're trying to stick it to me in reality there's a lot of dealerships out here that are just trying to be fair with you and they're going by guidelines and they try to get crucified and then you go somewhere else and they feel the customer feels so bad and embarrassed they don't want to come back so they just buy the car when they know they're getting screwed at somewhere instead of just swallowing your pride and be like you know, that's not the type of person I am. When people come back to me and they want to buy a car because they know that I told them something real and they went somewhere else and found out how real it really was and then they want to come back to me because they know I was giving them a good deal. Listen, I'm just trying to educate people. That would be a... That would be an interesting marketing piece, man. You know what I'm saying? You know, I'm not going to disclose the name of your dealership by any means because we're not doing that, but... Just imagine running an ad, yo. If you got eighty dollars and some weed, so we, you can come in and shop. You know what I mean? Come look around. Come, come look out. around. Come, come hang around. <laughs> Let's take a take a ride along. Let's roll one <laughs> while we doing it. Yeah, let's see what you got to say. Listen, and that goes back to another thing. Since we're talking about the weed, it, it you know, brings people together in every aspect of life. Hold on. So you saying we bring people together? What, like Thanksgiving? It's like a holiday? No, just it brings. Well, four twenty is technically a holiday, but. But let me ask you this. This is real. This is this is this could be our next topic. People interactions. Think about it when we were younger. How that people interact. You had conversations. You talked to people. You interacted face to face. You had a dialogue. Fair. Now. That is not the case. You're, you're involved in an electronic device, basically. Okay. Which, I, listen, I still, di- still dialogue, with, but I get it's what still you're dialogue, but it's it's not like reading somebody's face, facial expressions, yes. or getting the what do you call it, the vibe or the energy. I've or, seen people get into fights over text messages because they think somebody said something a certain way when it's plain English and they didn't get it. Like that's crazy. That's why they invented emojis. You're right. <laughs> I give you that. That's so, true. So if you say some crazy shit, then maybe you need to include a heart at the end. Emojis. But then you got <laughs> you got a friend of mine. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna name her. She knows who she is. Yo, she will say the most sweetest shit in the world and have this ignorant ass emoji at the end. You'll be sitting there like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> like, <laughs> I feel complimented or do I feel oh yeah that's that mixed messages and shit what the fuck that's what I hate yo people people leave you in suspense you know what I mean like they leave you to figure some shit out when you should just be point blank but you know what I'm gonna be honest with you that's subliminal bro 
and look at all the shows we watch these days. I'm a big time TV, movie, um, TV show critic. And not saying that I'm critiquing anybody, but I'm just saying I've watched pretty much everything. When I work, it helps me concentrate when I have background noise. And I've pretty much watched everything out there. And that's what they give us cliffhangers all the time it you get enough of that phone in your face that's what you start becoming you life know. is about cliffhangers and that's by the way i love that fucking movie y'all cliffhanger remember with uh, uh sylvester uh, stallone sylvester stallone yeah yeah but i mean a whole actually sub- that had a pretty good cast yeah we get, there's but, a lot of stars in there yeah but the subliminal message part of it Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Life is a cliffhanger. You know it what I mean? Is. It puts you in these situations where, you know, life or death, or you know, you have to make these decisions. You know what? I had a conversation um, earlier about you have to your little decisions that you make adds up to your big decision, your defining moment. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like, and it's crazy because before. So, reality. We'll talk about reality just for one second. Reality is what? Matter and constant motion. Right? Matter being in constant motion. But what is matter? Anything that occupies time and what? Space. Space. We create. We're creators. So, meaning that. So, I think about this living in Baltimore City, right? You know, I I was watching an interview the other day with, (laughs) with the mayor. And I you know it looked like he was trapped like you know what I mean like a, a, a animal backed into a corner you know what I'm saying because they was asking him about crime 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 you know and he alluded to uh, the fact that you know he wanted to push some of the stuff off on the community you know what I'm saying some things are about you know policing or police or you know this type this level of governance but at the end of the day do you and this is a, a close ended question do you believe it's up to the community to honestly kind of police themselves knowing that you create your own reality? Does that make sense? Meaning that before you do something, you kind of have to think about it, right? Before you do it. You know what I mean? Now, oh I'm, I'm not talking about impulse. I'm just saying you have to like, you have to think about it. Meaning that if I walk to my door or if I do whatever, I'm going to think about it first. As a man thinketh, so is he. Right? That, that that is something that I feel like is 100% authentic to me. And the reason I say that is because you can apply that in any aspect. For Ooh. instance, chess. I play checkers, brother. Uh, I play chess. But cool. think about the duty of a queen, female. Her job, she's a street. She can go anywhere, do anything, get in anything. That's the way she can move on the board. The king is reserved. The pawns don't know shit, though. Pawns are just told what to do. But they can become a king. Well, a queen, a rook, a knight. But if you think about it. But aren't pawns don't need to know bases, though? You know what I mean? Because sometimes if you're in a position of power, you you don't necessarily have to tell a pawn before you can get him in the shit. So imagine somebody still in a car. And say, yo, T, come ride with me, yo. They gonna pick you up. You don't know. You don't ask any questions. I just kind of like the pawn. You know what I mean? Where you True. just and then until you get in some shit where you now you gotta be the rook or the knight or you gotta be. But shouldn't you think about that first before you step into that car, knowing the background of somebody or knowing that you have to vet the people that you're around constantly. That's my dilemma with the world now. You have to vet everybody, yo. Everybody don't have like I'm not saying everybody don't have 20 year, you know, plus relationships like we do, man, but it's it's kind of like in this space where you can't vet people through the damn social media, yo. Cause people put that bullshit out there. You know what I mean? And that's all it's about. And that's why I say that's why I was talking about the communication's not there no more. You can't be on an electronic device and really get a feel for somebody. So check this out. So you know my situation, right? I'm so one of one of one of my girlfriends was like, um, you know, she was like, hey, um, she asked me about online dating. So she told me to check these sites out, right? 
for dating online. So I went in and looked at it, right? Everybody had a goddamn filter. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, hold on, why, why is there birds and angry birds and stuff floating around your head? Or you got flowers and butterflies. And, and it's life is a filter now, yo. Which Everybody is crazy. Everybody doesn't want to be seen for what they are. That is, you know what? That reminds me of that Japanese saying about there's three sides to men or three sides to people in general. Yeah. There's a side that you're going to show your family. There's a side that you're going to show, you know, just people in, in your circle. And there's a side of people that you're not going to show them who you really are, that you're going to go to your grave with. And that shit is kind of scary, yo, because that means that you really don't know kind of like who you're dealing with when it's all said and done. That's so, I'm a, so being a been, yeah, and again, I know your granddad, we, you know, we got Southern roots. And here, here's a million dollar question for you, right? Do you trust somebody up front or do you, do you trust somebody up front out of the gate? You know what? I'm going to trust you. You know what I'm saying? Until you do something where I can't trust you. Or do you get the, you know what I mean? Do you get to know a person, whatever, before you trust it? Or do you just out of the gate, just, you know what? I'm all in. Trust right now. So a lot of people that are friends with me know that I'm truly, like, I come off as an asshole to people. But it's because I'm not giving you that benefit of the doubt. I'm just not right off the jump. You got to prove to me otherwise. But I'm going to give you enough rope to hang yourself. Like, for instance, I give you a, a, a case. Me and me and Anthony. I talked to Anthony. He's cool with it. Me and Anthony, my cousin that's in Florida. You know, Cornbread. He used to be up here. We had a friend, mutual. Well, it, I'm not even gonna say a friend. We had an acquaintance, mutual guy. I got to know him. I didn't like the guy. Anthony got cool with him. That's my cousin. You know, we hung out every day. We was inseparable. So. I ended up becoming friends with the guy, but I never held him in a higher standard than what my opinion had already been formulated. I knew the guy had always been a dickhead. I knew the guy was never going to change. He never showed me anything different. So it got to a point where he started going to the gym with his working out and this and this and that. And he did something to Anthony where Anthony didn't want to talk to him no more, but I was kind of upset with Ant because I said listen you thought he, sh- he should have seen that coming not that he should have seen it coming because you're never going to know what somebody's going to do but my thing is when I when I'm dealing with somebody and I know the type of person you are and I've you've shown me time and time again then I'm going to look and I'm going to be like well if you're always going to consistently show me that you're an asshole and you're going to be consistent with it then guess what I'm going to do? I'm always going to hold you to that standard. I'm never going to change that. Because if I change that, then it becomes my fault because you didn't change. You stayed consistent. I held you to a higher expectation just because the dynamic of our relationship changed. And I feel like a lot of people go wrong with just relationships in general, whether it be a female, a male, anything like that. Once Once somebody shows you who they are, and I'm not saying people can't grow or progress, but you never lose that real character you are, your core character, you know what I mean? That doesn't just go without. So when you're when you see it over and over and it doesn't stop, then I'm telling you that that that's somebody and I have to respect that type of person because they've never been inconsistent. They've always been the person that I have now come to expect him to be. So when him and when him and Anthony got into it, I was like, Anthony, you can't really be mad at him. This dude, and, and the other dude wasn't even mad at Anthony. He didn't understand why they were arguing. And I got it. Anthony has principles and he bases his stuff on values, and he's a very strong believer in his values. And Anthony was in the right, but at the same time, he was wrong because this dude doesn't see things the way he does. So he's never going to understand that side of where you're coming from. So you're mad about something and you think that you were disrespected a certain way. And he's not cut from that same cloth. So I don't know how you're going to, I don't know. You can't be mad at people. Right? If somebody shows you your true colors, 
you got to hold them to it. You can't you can't be mad at that person because they you expected them to change when they've been consistent and been that same person. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's uh, you know what that's you're right. But you know what? I mean, you you have those like myself that are and you know I'm usually by myself every time I see you. You know what I mean? Like, and that's in part of being an only child. But my grandmother did teach me about trusting. You know what I mean? Like she's like you trust people until people do something where you can't trust them. You yes. know what I mean? Yes. But you know, but then at the same token, it, you know, history serves its purpose, right? So meaning that going really going back to kind of like what you're saying about you know just learning a person or learning a thing or learning because sometimes you can't trust yourself. Yeah. Hey, you know what I mean? You get tempted. Like the apple, or you get, you get caught up in what you're used to seeing. Yeah, that's true too. Like, and I mean, you judge people to be the same as someone else would be instead of letting that formulate like you're supposed to. I, I look, I'm not perfect. I've done it. I'm not gonna lie. I think we all do it though. I mean, you know, and again, I think for us, you know, being a men of color, is that we have a a wherewithal. You know what I'm saying about yeah. just learning about not trusting you know you think about what's going on right now when it comes to you know healthcare. you know what i mean you know what i'm saying like but i'm just saying meaning that you know when when things or just trusting in in general you know what i'm saying with people of color but this is how it's all been manufactured anyway you know what i mean so i don't know bro it's like it's a it's a it's just a different you know what one of the things that i'm doing now big homie is rewiring the way that I think about stuff rewiring the way that I approach just life in general you know what I mean because we have tomorrow's not promised right we we know that you know people talk hey, YOLO this YOLO that YOLO once. yeah 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 but it doesn't give you you know the the um I don't think it gives you the authority just got to do dumb shit you know what I'm saying because you know you only live once does that make I can't sense? agree with you more. <laughs> you know I what I'm saying? That. Because, you know, we went through this stage trending, what, like a year ago, one, yeah. two, two years ago. You know, you seen the damn shirts with yellow on it. it but It's but, like a write-off. It's like these motherfuckers go out here, they do something completely off the Richter scale, and they're like, hashtag yellow, like, it's cool to do it. You can't, you can't use that as an excuse to do something stupid. But I think people do use it as an excuse. So, oh, and again, we're going to walk this back to when we first started talking. The guy that walked in your dealership with $80 and how much of a weed, he was YOLO. Yeah, he was. You only live once, bro. Just fuck it. Let me try it. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, give me this credit, ass. Yo, give me that shit. Come on, yo. Yo, but he did. Like, he, and he didn't tell us this until after he filled the credit out. That's the fucked up part. Like, I keep, look, I, I give this dude his whole props. But as Ram said, um, yeah, here's the credit of that. I got $80 and some more. And a whole bunch of <laughs> Yo, I love it. That's I good. love it. I love it. Yo, so it's that time, brother. Let's do it. We're about to jump into these reviews. That's right, y'all. It is Weed and Whiskey Wednesdays. My boy. Puff. My home, Puff. Not my boy. I'm not going to say that, yo. I think that, yo, you know what? I go back to. You know, I want to apologize to you because I just said that. I had to catch myself. I said, my boy, we not boys, man. We men. How many men are we? Two men. We two men. So meaning that, you know, I always reference like the Jeffersons and Good Times and, you know, I love the show, Sampling Fun. <laughs> Do you remember the episode when, uh, who called Michael a boy? You remember that? Oh, God, I got to Now I'm going to look up that episode. And he was like, a boy is a white man's word. You don't remember that episode? Yo, that was uh Yeah, I know you're talking about. Because my think, dad, yo, my dad watched them all the time. Yo. That was like the Black Jesus episode when he hung Black Jesus up on the yeah, wall. Yeah, Sanford his son. Um, what was the other one? It's only three that I really, you know what I'm saying? Sanford's son. Uh, Sanford and Sons. The Good times. Yeah. Jefferson's. I mean, I watched What's Happening. You know, I think that was... You know, I don't think my dad watched that too much. See, I was he was the controller of the TV. See, my dad was old school. Kids are to be seen. I heard, you know what I'm saying? If he was watching TV, there was none of this new school shit where the kids were like, I want to watch TV. Nah, nope. 
Oh yeah. Hey, what I just just say? Daddy get the big piece of the chicken. Yeah. Yes, so what you what, what you got over there? No, 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 no. It's your, it's your turn tonight, brother. I always start off. You be like, what you drinking in your cup? No. What do you have, man? I got something that I was like, you know, you know, I'm a cookies fan, so I had to, oh, you know, cookies. I'm not trying to be biased on here because yes, you be are well rounded, but it's some, something called Project Forty Five Ten. Oh, cookies. Oh God, that's like Coke Forty Five in a tube. Go ahead. Yo, it's nice. Um, I'm not providing it, but it seems like it has a pretty. It's it's not really high. It's like a 23, percent but it's got a lot of turpentine. in it. So we're gonna see how this thing blows that. So what's the name of it again? So we can our listeners, in case they uh, want to go out and Project Forty Five Ten by Cookies. Project Forty Five Ten. Two gram pre roll here. It's a nice size too. This was way better than. Yeah, I think that. And again, I'm, I'm speaking for our 420 community. I think that's the. I literally, I heard you light up, man. It just. Oh wow! Mm. You taste. What is it's? What do you get? Thumbs up, thumbs down. Two thumbs I think, up. I think all. I think all weed smokers get thumbs up, though, right? Unless it's some homegrown dirt. I don't know nobody named Reggie. You know what I mean? I don't ah. know. Yeah, my name is... Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't talk to Reggie. Yeah. I don't yeah. even like him. Like, Reggie was... I don't... I, I didn't even never talk to Reggie. I like mid... Hold on, though. No. There's, a, there's a mythological unicorn out there with weed from Jamaica, though. That is not Reggie, even though it's grown there. Like, it's something... You now, four, don't get you, that wrong. I'm nah, going to be honest with you. There's, there's, a, there's a Jamaican strand that is very, it looks brown, but that shit will get you fucking retarded. Don't get that twisted for a minute. But I don't say, listen, I don't think the best weed comes from Jamaica. They don't have the right soil for it. What? Their soil's not good over there. It doesn't, it's not high in nutrients and shit. It's not the stuff that's needed. Like, yo, these Cali boys, these Colorado boys, Colorado probably is the richest place. But isn't that like GMO? Isn't that like modified though? No. The, what I'm uh, talking about, it depends. If you're talking about indoor weeds, of course. That's, yeah, yeah. That's, that's like, you're talking about highest of the high, the best soil you can freaking get. And sometimes, depending on how they're doing it, it's constantly... Yeah, I don't know. I need a starter kit, yo. So, I have any of my, my Jamaican brothers and sisters out there. You know what I mean? Man, it's all hydroponics, man, nowadays. That's well, how they grow the shit. They, it's PVC tubes run through the bottom of the plants. They squirt every fucking couple minutes and keep them saturated. And they have timers and how when the lights are on, when the lights are off, the stages of the process of growth and all that shit, man. I see you're a fan of weeds, too. That used to be on Showtime. Yeah, that was one of my favorite shows. Oh, that is my show. You like weeds? All weeds is favorite show. Yes. Oh my god. Yeah. It shows you a lot, though. You know what I mean? Like how this business is so fucked up, and you know, unfortunately, you know, Uncle Sam can come in at any point in time. They can seize all that shit, all the cash, and then turn around unless you can consume, return the business as usual. Well, I mean, that's just kind of like his, history, right? Listen, I don't knock anybody for any of their vices, but people look down on people that smoke weed because they smell it. I think it's crazy. It's, it's not real. Weed's been legalizing more than a lot of other stuff that's legal right now throughout history. But because me and you, if we ever find a seed, can go outside and plant it in our backyard, they can't control it. That's why, and they can't they can't control tax that shit. Well, I mean, hence, you know, you think about, you know, prohibition in the U.S., right? I mean, that was a nationwide constitutional ban on the production, importation, what else? Transportation, sale of any alcohol beverage. You know what I mean? So, but that was in the 19th century and we're not in the 19th century. Thank God. But anyway, I want to jump into what I'm sipping on. What you got over there, See. I'm telling you, man, I told you I wanted to make sure everybody was aware. Like, if you're a bourbon drinker like myself, you know, again, not in an alcoholic way, just like good bourbons, 
like the aromas, like the taste on your palate. Um, it's called Ancient Age, man. It's a Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey. Um, as they state in, in air quotes that they're carefully distilled all on the banks of the Kentucky River. Um, and they use some of their finest traditions, man. And the distillery is one of my favorites, man. It's called Buffalo Trace. Uh, Buffalo Trace makes a ton of uh, different um, different brands of, of whiskeys. And it's, it's, it's perfect because the price point. I told you, I'm a price point guy because there's a lot of great bourbons out there where the price points are very, very good. So, you know, if anybody's listening that is a huge bourbon fan, ancient age price point would not break your pocket it's a great whiskey it's about 80 proof which is about 40 percent alcohol in it and it is absolutely phenomenal man i think you get like a 750 milliliter like 14 dollars i think this bottle is like 14 dollars man which is again price point but it's a great whiskey man it's a great cigar whiskey as well so oh yeah yeah Indulge, my brother. Indulge. I, I, I'm, I'm thinking I will. I think I will. I think oh I yeah, will. indulge, indulge. By the way, this uh, this is a very smooth. Beat. It burns very well, and it's, uh, it's a nice balance, 50-50 sativa indica. I really like this. It's nice and smooth. But cookies never disappoint. You know what I mean? It's not a. I'm not gonna sit here and say it's freaking winning the cannabis cup i'm just saying that personally me i like cookies and i like i haven't been disappointed on anything i've smoked of theirs yet but you know what it's the same thing and, and this this is where i think we draw a comparison when we look at cannabis and we look at and either way i look at bourbons like i mean i love a bourbon that's aged at least three years you know what i mean three plus years 36 months you know what i mean that's in charred oak but it's kind of it's kind of like the same way that cannabis is done, right? When you talk about hydroponics, right? And someone just growing something with some basic fertilizer or whatever. Whiskey is the same way, man. Like I, I have one that I've been looking at where they now um, age it in beer barrels. That's what I. That's I've. I mean, I've. I've watched they do it. shows. And that's how they do. Oh it. yeah, they do. They do. They do cherry, uh, pinot, like wine barrels. Um, yeah. Man, it's it's like crazy to wear. You know what I'm saying? Like I can't do all the flavors and stuff, man. You know what I mean? It's, it's like heading factory. You know what I mean? Um, but I look at it the same way. That's why I wanted us to do weed and whiskey Wednesdays, man. So we can kind of deep dive into like a lot of the similarities when it comes to how and what we like when it comes to you know what i'm saying our vice you know what i mean so but that's good stuff so what else is going on in the world my brother that you wanted to connect with we got about 10 minutes left on this third episode podcast well let's touch on some sports touch since we are sports guys <laughs> yeah i don't know where you going with this brother but come on who, who you got? don't ask me that Come we on, got yo. Kansas City and the Bengals. I've been getting a lot of feedback on this this game, right? I don't now. know. I mean, I see a lot of people are leaning towards these Bengals. Listen, nothing against Joe Burrow. Hold on, what'd you say? The Chiefs and the Bengals? Yeah. You know what? For the parlay, I'm going with the Bengals, so I gotta make that big money day pay out, brother. Okay, for so for the parlay. But listen, that's no. You really don't think Kansas City's gonna pull that out? No. You don't. Nope. Oh, my Why? What? Y'all think that Kansas City is going to lose to the Bengals in the playoffs with yes. Patty McHomeboy? With Patty McHomeboy. I don't know about that. I just see Patty McHomeboy. Listen, he, he's almost averaging like freaking five touchdowns a game. You got to outscore him. So if you're not throwing five touchdowns a game, if not more, they said the same thing when they ran into Tampa Bay last year. That was different, though. You got to the, the Titan Tom Brady who basically took half of the New no, England down to said, Tampa Bay with him. No. And then you put Antonio Brown on the team. But they said last year that the same thing. Trends, hey, man. <clears throat> so how is that any different, right? Because I think the Bengals no. players relate to Zach Taylor, man. I gotta be honest with you. I think they, I mean, so yeah, well, I agree with you. No, so so good. I mean, and, and again, he he's a players' coach, 
what was he named like the 10th coach in Cincinnati history, right? Um, he's been there since 19. Joe Burrow, Joe Mixon, Tyler Boyd, Tay Higgins, and Jamar Chase. What? They're all great players. No, 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 no. Listen, let me tell you something, man. And I'm not know, usually. Kansas City has probably what, three of the fastest receivers in the NFL. But listen, I can't think of how many games ago, but depending on your defense. Shout out Travis Kelsey. I didn't leave you out, bro. I'm not saying you're not fast, but you're you're a weapon. No, no, no. Yo, I, every team is equipped with tight ends to do the same exact thing. He's a monster. He's a monster. Why? He's utilized correctly. Okay. 100. He's utilized correctly. No, no, and, 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 and I get that. Sometimes overlook their. But so is Jamar Chase in their schemes, man. Like I'm gonna tell you, I'm I'm telling you. There, I'm, so here's what here's what I think gonna happen, right? Listen, my hat. They're gonna put so much tonight. focus on Jamar Chase. Oh, man, this this dude is for not. I mean, just he crazy. He like, you know, when I think of him, I think of like some like Randy Moss, some of these guys that came before him, you know. And you see the numbers that he put up, and just and what I'm talking about is vibrations. I'm talking about chemistry, yo. Joe Burrow is thorough. He come from a good college pedigree. And 100%. I'm not denying that at all. I think yeah. Burrow is great, but we're talking about Magic Man Patrick McCombs. I know you saw what he did in the 30-some seconds he had in the last game. Walked down the field and said, you forgot who you were playing against? My name is Patrick McCombs. You know what? Hey. But that's too much, man. You know what I mean? I'm talking. I'm telling you, man. It's going to be. Okay, so who do you. So then I'm really interested to hear do you have. who do you have out of the Niners and the Rams? Oh my god. <laughs> yo, sorry about the delay. Whoa, the Niners and the Rams. Come on, yo. You know, I'm I'm like a, 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 a David and Goliath. Because it's a thought. Okay. The Niners barely got by the shit of their ass by the in that last game by the by Brady. Mm. It pissed him off so bad that he retired. <laughs> yeah, you know what? It's and and so retired. I don't know. It's not so so here's the thing, and when you when you look at it, Kyle Shanahan. I'm going and, and and again, I know you I know you're not agreeing with me here, but I'm just going back. No, to I, 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 I'm, I'm, just I'm just going. I'm just going back. Your factors, I understand that. I'm just going back to. I'm going back to coaching, y'all. You know what I mean? I'm going, and I'm not saying that they can't win with Garopp or some of those, but Debo. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, whenever your mama named you Debo after Friday, that's respect. You understand what I'm saying? And you only get one shot at this, man. Not one. Not that you only get one shot. You gotta just, live up to that. You gotta live in the no, just living in the moment, yo. This is just the moment. Um, which you know, and again, I okay. And I, you know what? It's tough because, like I said, man, I am. I'm an underdog person, man. I, I love to see the, the underdogs. How aren't the Rams the underdog? No, I'm talking about the 49ers. I'm just saying, how are the Rams not the underdog in this situation? Hold on. In my aspect. So I you think, think the Rams are the underdog? Of course. Why? They went from being talked about in the beginning, being a strong team, but they're, they were they are the last standing Titan down in the NFC now. That's you know, for a reason, though. Look at who they got. People that were overlooked. Cooper Cup is a monster. So is Nick Bosa. On the other hand of that, with Cooper Cup being there, you see who came down there and has been showing off. I think he's playing the best football he's ever played. You know what? And you can't. Odell Beckham is killing it now. Robbie Gold. Man, listen. What? Listen, who won the game for him last year? Robbie Gold. And you know what he said? What? You heard what he said when he was walking off the field. Listen, I'm telling you right now. He said what? What did he say when he was walking? What did Robbie Gold say when he was walking off the field? People, I want y'all to know, UW's going with the Niners. Hey, look, I'm, I'm not. going with the Rams. I'm going with Kansas City. He's going with the Bengals. What's going to happen, people? We're going we're gonna to hey, I'm just saying. I mean, you know, it's. Eh. Robbie Gold been in the league 17 years, y'all. 
Like, and he, like, he knows these moments, just like last week, man. But you got to give it up, man. You know what? I think this is all going to boil down to, for both games, mistakes. I think it's going to boil down to mistakes, turnovers, mistakes, some of those little penalties. I think it's going to happen. I want to agree with you, but Patrick Mahomes, <clears throat> he has a lot of mistakes. Mahomes has a lot of mistakes, but he doesn't, he capitalizes on. Hold on, before you say that though, the only reason it happened because that means the other team has done what? Nothing. Yes, meaning that they giving them an opportunity. You limit the opportunity. Okay, I mean I'll give you that because I don't. So, but I, I hence, agree hence is why you say that you know you have to outscore them, but you got to limit the opportunity, particularly if you're you know what I'm saying. But I gotta say, out of South Carolina, Debo. Oh, get Sam. out of here with that. Yo. Okay, hold on. Before we wrap, six up. foot, two hundred fifteen pound wide receiver number nineteen, Debo. <laughs> yes. I'm just the saying. Hype, the hype is great, but the reality is they're going to lose. Um, let's Yo. go into one more thing. Do, do you, and this is a question that I just Sanu, 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 Sanu. Okay, all right, all right, go. Do all you right. have to, do, do you get rid of Westbrook? Dude, what? <laughs> <laughs> do you get rid of Westbrook? No. So you keep Westbrook? Yep. Yep. Why do they want to get rid of him? Is it LeBron? No, it's influence. It's fans. I told you everything has a dollar attached to it. It goes back to the, if the fans are. You know what's weird is with private owners. It's not Green Bay. The fans in Green Bay are the stakeholders in Green Bay, Wisconsin, right? Maybe you have a board, blah, 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 blah. It's not like that with these other teams, man. It's the fans. They want people, popular opinion, right? I agree with you on that because, you know. Because when everybody started talking and then they formed this big opinion, it's a snowball, man. It's just somebody start with this little, um, this little snowball and it just turns into average. And I think when you start hearing the chatter, Look, these guys can't go home and sleep well at night. You can't tell me they do because I know that they don't. Only because of the fans. But you know what they could do? And I'm going to tell you the remedy to this right now. I already figured it out. You ready, big homie? Have a Westbrook jersey night. Bobblehead. That's all you got to do. Show some love, man. People don't have no love no compassion, no, <laughs> yeah. no damn appreciation for nothing. Yeah, you're right. When Nobody you, ever wears his jersey. Yo, some people. You got your, you got your. Uh, no, that's not what I'm saying, yo. When I was talking about even earlier about rewiring the way that we think, on a social scale, the only way you rewire people is show them some love, yo. Some, some appreciation. Oh yeah, okay. I see what you're saying from a foot. My side. point. You flip it. Yeah. John was who he was because it not only his determination, hard work, all of these other, you know, uh, you know, traits that he had. Love, man. Like people showed Jordan love. Westbrook got out there and but I watched that game in Miami the other night, right? He went out there. Was it Miami? Hold on. No, it was uh, I was watched it? that game. What hold on. He left it he left it like really all on the floor. Um But that's the thing. I, oh, I the Hornets. I'm sorry, the Hornets. You know, he left. He left it all he on the floor. Ever, I think Westbrook's always played like that. He's always left it. I'm all not talking about effort. I'm not talking about work. You know, when you break down the equation for work, right? Uh, I'm not talking about that. Just a simple, the, just the sheer love of, you know, that game ended what one one fourteen one seventeen, um, and I think so. When you when you match it up, and and this, the Lakers went up. I think they scored like 36 points in the third quarter. The Lakers, I mean, Hornets had like 22, right? And the second quarter, it was, I think, uh, Charlotte had like 34. It was like 28, I think. When you when you look at, when you start looking at numerical and matchups and all of that good stuff, play some people, man. Play them. Well, yeah. I mean, sometimes you're... 
but it, it doesn't have to be politics if you want to win. No, but, it shouldn't be. But do you, you get what I'm saying, right? But when yeah. you when you start, nobody has. Unfortunately, listen, that's what happens. The, the fans are back. You know what? Who, well, we all know the fans Gene, fill in the seats. Listen, you know what? Matter of fact, I'm about to send an email to Jenny Buss and say, you know what? Have a Russell Westbrook jersey bobblehead night every night until All Star. Show them some love, man. People are so critical now of everything. Everything is not on a macro level now. It's on a micro level. When someone's out there playing a game that they love, now you're having to make these decisions. You know what I'm saying? As a coach, as as front office, as about something that has nothing to do with nothing. But what did I say? It's Two empty, ad- yo. What did I say the second episode? Yo, we're... It's empty. Athletes, you're always in, in a warrior. Mode. Yeah, you're, you're always in warrior mode all the time. Yeah, warrior mode. Yeah, but you you're know, stopping I, people all the time. It's no like, one of <laughs> yo. <laughs> that's what you're doing. Hold on, man. I, you know how people name America. That's what I'm so, saying. You're no. running around. I'm scalping them. <laughs> no, but you don't have no. to do that, man. What I'm saying again, you have to. It's kind of like um, the way that you know people are viewed in corporate America. You know what I'm saying? Everything, you know, is so based on performance and bottom line, right? That I think you lose sight of, like, when we just play ball, man, just because we love to play ball, it just so happens people have taken advantage of us or taken advantage of an opportunity when people just out there loving the game, man. You know, I looked at um, the... It it was just a, a short clip of where... They wanted to know what was the conversation with Shaq and Russell. And Shaq was like, well, I told him to slow down. Slow the game down. Slow this down. It's hard It's hard for somebody to do that when there's an expectation. So I think about the Antonio Brown situation, right? I'm going to speed the game up if I know I got $500,000 bonus on the line. Yeah, of course. You know what not. I mean? I'm going to slow, you know what I mean? Meaning that there's always an incentive attached to what these guys do so incentivize them but you gotta incentivize the fans at the same time to show love and appreciation not be oh, not man. not be the judge and the jury when it and they don't own the team and the I know I know yeah exactly I know you need the fans to put the fans in seat for sell concessions to go to blah, 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 to contribute to your bottom line so what I need fans to think about and I would assume that everybody that sits they behind in a seat, in an arena, in a basketball arena, have a love for the game. Tap into that love for the game. Not just there to show that, you know, you got your bottle of of Bel Air doing it for the gram. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you know, hey, I'm just saying, because you know a lot of people be sitting in the front seats doing it for the gram. They do, yo. I can't get, I don't know. Yo, I'm just saying. I'm just, I'm just a real dude. I'm, you, this is what you get. Russell Westbrook, man. Let me tell you something. He's a real dude. He's a real dude, and in the immortal words of Brand Jordan, why not? Why not have a jersey and bobblehead night for West, uh, Russell Westbrook? Russell. I think that would lift him beyond trajectory. They keep talking about the guy, and I'm just like, yeah, it gets tiresome, man. Like, it's come on, no. That's my he's point. He has a job. He's messing with him. Yeah, he's, he's Yeah, meaning that again. And you he know, love the game, yo. Like, listen, his hustle, and and that's why people think, yo, people don't. People always try to down me because I'm a LeBron fan. But LeBron hustles, bro. He's what been in the league for nine thousand years, and he still will chase a ball down to get a block. That's defense, bro. That's what. That's hustle. No, that's LeBron trying to get to a billion dollars. <laughs> that's yes. LeBron not yes. only trying to pass stats, but LeBron trying to pat pocket. Let's be real. It is. You I'll can't outrun you. Father Tazan. You cannot do it. But he's doing a great job of slowing Father Time down because he is old. Hey, what are we talking about, man? This guy, man, this guy put Look at a, you. a million You're Father Time down. Look at his shit. Hey, I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. He, Yo, I don't know. 
and, and again, I, I and again, I take nothing away from LeBron. I take nothing away from all of those athletes. Shout out to Kwame Brown too, man. That's my dude. Shout out to Gilbert Arena. Shout out to everybody that played or that had the opportunity to play in the NBA. And I think Yo, people. Yo, the podcast is on the change, bro. That shit is crazy. Yo, he Yo, is I'm a crazy. Yo, he's wild, dude. Yo. He's not wild. He's but smart. But I agree with what he says, though. He's intelligent, man. And I love it. And I love the fact that these guys have an ability to have a dialogue. Like you said earlier, man, it's just about dialogue and people dialoguing again. People open up lines for communication, being able to communicate. So this is for you, Jeannie Buss. Have a bobblehead, man. Have a, uh, you know what I'm saying? Do something to show appreciation for the effort that these guys have been doing since they were in their pop days, man. Their pop Warner. Make it easier. It's a good idea. Yo, I'm just saying, man. I'll sign the petition. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, we gonna do it. Yeah, you know what? I'll leave the signature. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm just saying, man. Look, I'm just saying. Good man. idea. No, it is. But I'm, I'm just thinking from, you know, when we talk about, you know, mental health and all of this. Could you imagine what... All right, I'm gonna hit you. I know we, we about to close the show, but I'm gonna hit you with this. One of my favorite movies, I swear to God, of all time, yo. Not really a tearjerker, you know. Maybe get your eyes, cl- you know, your eyes cloudy a little bit. Is the Green Mile? Oh, I like that movie. That, uh, that movie. Yeah, I yo, love it. I, I think that movie, to me, it's got like it's it's comical. Yo, it was like a three-hour. It was like a Marvel movie. Yo, it was like three hours. It was funny as hell. It was like four hours. It was something crazy. But I my like point. The movie. At in the in, in when the movie's about the sunset, behind would not but after he was like, um, I'm John Coffee, Coffee with the sea. Coffee. Let me stay. Coffee. I'm John Coffee, man. Coffee. Boss. You know, smell like smell like the drink. <laughs> yo, yo, what's wrong with you? But listen, in the movie, he said he started to express how his connection with the world was that he can feel like he says like glass cutting you know what I mean just imagine being you know an athlete at Russell Westbrook's pinnacle right because he's not at his pinnacle now he's on his probably his downslide right but people have to understand that too but and that's the thing I think that's, that people doesn't have it's lacking in understanding for all of our listeners out here, the best part of life is having an understanding. When you're not connected, and Kwame Brown says this all the time, I think it's so real. When you're not connected to something, then it's Your it's like gone. it's gone. It's like you know being ambiguous, right? You know what I mean? It's just it's just gone. So meaning that you can't tell me that psychologically, when he, remember what a few games ago they sent him to the bench, fourth quarter, he went to the bench. Oh, yeah. He was heated. But how many times have he done it throughout his career, unfortunately? Because people don't understand the type of player he is. But just understand the mentality. When you have every sports, you know, outfit talking about and highlighting in a not a macro way of what the team can do to better perform as a team. But in a micro way, all they say is, oh, man, Frank Vogel benched. Russell and the four, and then his only his Frank Vogel's only rebuttal was, I needed to put the best people out there that I thought gave us a chance to win. We're not going to do that now because we're going to close the show. But I want to look at that fourth quarter roster, that fourth that that team that was on the floor in the fourth quarter. You can't tell me Russell Westbrook does not give you a best opportunity to win, yo. Because basketball is about probability. When you shoot the ball, when Steph, and I swear, I love Steph Curry, but he I swear he is like the rabbit foot of, you know, the NBA. Meaning that. I agree. Yeah, I agree. No, seriously, because some of the, and I'm saying about some of the shots that he thought, I'm like, yo, that's, that's, that's 50-50. I don't care what nobody says. You shoot from half court or you shoot from what they call the it. The locker logo. room. Locker room, you shoot from the, the, park, yeah. you, the parking lot, you know what I mean? Yeah, come on. You, yeah, but my point is there's a lot of mechanics to ball. You know that we play basketball, balance, eyes on target, elbow straight, follow through. Every guy in the NBA is taught that. 
so why is it that I mean, everybody that from a young age, yeah. yeah, but why is it everybody can't do the same thing that Steph Curry's done? Because of probability, because of 50-50. It's a chance he's gonna hit or he's gonna miss. Plain and simple. But at the same time, it's when you get good to a point, you start seeing things different. Of course. He sees But you know who does that as well? That's why they call it home court advantage. Because the fans lift you. And what I'm telling any organization out there that has any teams, when you lift your players up, not necessarily put individuals on particular pedestals, but when you lift them up, that's bound to happen. Listen, you know what I'm saying? I'm an anime guy, and I have to tie that in every anime I've ever watched. <laughs> <Naruto>. <laughs> Hey. That's what this, no, but the Chinese aren't the greatest at making movies, so they do anime, and they're great at that. And I'm telling you right now, every one of their anime that I've watched, Naruto, Shippuden, all that shit, it's about this guy named Naruto, and his community is the one who gives him the strength. It's, it's real shit. And that's what it is. I.e., if you it go is. back to it's any... Real. And that's that's what Mbutu... You ever heard of Mbutu? Mbutu leadership? Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. If we're sitting that's here what and we're having this dialogue, and this is what Mbutu. I'm saying... The conversation. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And this is going back, obviously, as something that's in their culture for years, then the correlation's there. Oh, no, it's there. We got to put it together. We got to uplift people in general. You know what I'm saying? You just, it's just what you got. It's the right thing to do. You feel better about it. You feel better about yourself. I just think you feel better about anything when you. When you think, or when you take into account that you can, without, there would be no me, and Mbutu is about that, you know, the old African, you know, it's about, there would be no me if it wasn't for us, you know what I mean? And I think that, you know, just, just in life, man, just on the continuum that we just, we lose sight of that, man, every single day. Like, you need people. I don't care who, what, when, where, how. You just need people. And we're going to be there for some folks, man. I hope, I hope people get inspired, man, by, oh, yeah. a po- by a podcast. You know what I mean? Outside of looking at, you know, you know us on <laughs> Weed and Whiskey Wednesday, because that's our vibe. <laughs> yeah. You're not going to tell us. <laughs> Damn, you ain't going to tell us what to do when it comes to that. You know what I mean? Yeah, nah. It's not but, <laughs> hey, my brother, always, man, enough, much love and respect to the big homie. Hey, you know. Hey, but can I say it one more time before we go? You know what I'm about to say, right? What's his number? I think it's our Nope. Come on, what's the number? What's the number, brother? What's the number? Uh-uh. No. Look, see, I'm, I'm messing with you because I know you're on the... On that cookie forty five. Listen, I just put that shit. I'm, That's I'm, what the, I'm, yeah. I smoked that whole thing. And, man, that shit is fire. That's all I can say. That, yo, that's what I'm saying. Cookies is always number nineteen out of the University of South Carolina. Oh, get out of here with Debo Samuel. I can't wait till this game so I can just be like, I told you so. Yo, I told you. So you in the city of LA. I'm just saying, you know, I got, my, you know, my undergrads in sports management. I just I love sports, it. man. I love sports, man. I do too. But Look, number nineteen. I, do I, listen, I'm gonna be honest with you. Do I, do I want to see Burroughs get one? Oh no, nah, hold on. See that? That's yeah, I'm telling you. Yeah, I'm mark, just saying. Mark me. They're gonna get it. Oh, the Bengals. You think the Bengals are gonna get one? I do. I honestly do, man. Oh, that's saying a lot. It, it is. I'm saying it's. it's they're it. gonna be Kansas City and LA. I think this year the Bengals is gonna get a championship, bro. Oh, man, that's strong. I, I, I mean, it's. I can't explain it. Wow. And if I was a, you know, Greek, I would probably I see your perspective. If I, if I was a Greek, I'd probably say shout out Thor. You know what I mean? I would give it to one of them, you know, mythological gods, man. But I really think that. I, it's just something I, I don't see know. your perspective though I'm not going to sit here in front and say I don't I do see your perspective I think they have all the mechanics man I really really do man And I think they do gel as a good they, they gel very well because to gel that fast I feel like yo, yeah, and, their chemistry is real good they are letting them play they're letting them play well they're letting them play to their potential too 
the whole team. Yeah. And I'm not just saying like Lamar or like um, you know Mahomes. Like, oh, just let him. Oh, let him play. Let him. Yeah, no, yeah. no. He's like the whole team play. Yeah, he's letting do what they. Oh my god. Hey man, what a great show, brother. Appreciate you. At four. Oh, we 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 about to start bringing some guests in too. Um, some people, um, some good friends and, and acquaintances and business owners and you know people that's doing some great things in the community. Um, we we about to start bringing some people on the show that I think you guys are gonna you're gonna love and appreciate. You can support their businesses, support whatever they're doing, just in life if you choose to. On the gram with your bottle of Bel Air and your car dealership credit app and just everything. Did it for the grab, man. Do it for the grab. <laughs> Yo, we about to sign out. TJ, you got any last words, my brother? Man, listen, be safe. Whatever your advice is, smoke one, drink one. Be safe. Love y'all. To what? To men, brother. To, to men. Club Yard Tie. Peace. <laughs>